Hey, how's it going? Matt Holborn here. Uh, this is the Jazz Violin Podcast, and you're listening to episode 60, actually. 60, that's a nice round number. Um, it's a solo episode from me today, and it's going to be one of my uh, little Jazz Violin Tips episode. So we're looking at some tips for violinists who are first starting out in the world of jazz. So uh, up to now, I've done a bunch of different episodes chatting about things like uh, listening and transcribing and uh, and and sort of active listening and things like that. But now we're going to look at just something very specific, actually, and we're talking about the blues. So in my opinion, and I don't think I'd be the only person saying this in the world, it's super important to have thought a little bit about the blues before before you uh, sort of embark on, uh, even just sort of, I guess, before you embark on calling yourself a jazz violinist or a jazz musician, because the blues is super important. And it's a, uh, it's just a very important part of both the history of jazz and both, and the sort of sound of jazz. So the word blues can sort of mean a load of different things. Uh, one of those things could be the style, right? So there is a sort of genre of music that's called blues. It's got its own world. It's uh, there's there's you know hundreds and hundreds of musicians all over the world that dedicate themselves to just playing blues as a style of music. But then it also the word blues can be used to talk about um, like the form. So a twelve bar blues. Uh, so it, it, the form that we find in uh, in a lot of popular music, I guess, throughout history, and, and one of those, and, and also jazz. So a blues is a is often a twelve bar form, and it often is based around the chords one, four, and five. And often those chords, uh, or most of those chords, uh, get played as dominant chords. Not all the time, but. Uh, often they do so there's that there's blues as a style there's blues as a form and there's also blues as a sort of feeling and all when i and when i say a feeling i sort of mean i guess i mean a tonality so the idea of and and a sort of feel not just a tonality a feel a rhythmic feel as well put that all together and you get this sort of feel of the blues Um, and all these three um these three uh, meanings of the word blues, they sort of are all connected. Um, you know, you if you listen to the style of blues, you'll hear a lot of 12-bar blues. So if you listen to the style, you'll hear a lot of the form of the blues. And you'll also definitely hear a lot of that feel, right? The feel of blues. But you'll also hear the feel of blues in, in genres that aren't, you know called blues i.e. you'll hear a lot of blues feel in jazz and you'll also hear a lot of the form that 12 bar in jazz as well so it's important i know that i'm sort of it's pretty wordy right now (laughs) but it's important that we we uh we sort of know that 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 it can mean all those three things because when we go into learning it we need to i think have a grasp of all three of those things, right? Even even if we're not going to be a um, a blues musician, and maybe we, you know, maybe we want to be playing, you know, 
modern jazz. Maybe we want to be playing straight ahead jazz. Maybe we want to be playing um, really sort of contemporary jazz, writing our own music and, and, and not thinking too much about swing or anything like that. But we still have to, I think, understand that the blues is very important and uh, and that word blues can mean all of these three things. And I think that we do, as jazz musicians, have to at least have spent a little bit of time thinking about uh, blues and, and, and trying to play a little bit of it. The blues is a great starting point for um, anybody who's learning to improvise. To try and put this into simple words, the reason it's a great starting point is that a lot of it is about feel and a lot of it is about listening there's not loads of technical things that are happening that are super difficult to grasp the chords are very simple you can sort of play the blues tonality over all three of those chords that we find in a 12 bar blues the main thing we're needing to get though is that feel and that is super important and a super important part of learning to improvise anything Right, So when we're learning to improvise jazz, that's a super important aspect of everything that we do. We don't just have to think about the technical side of things. The feeling that we get from the music is really important to try and get to grips with. And yeah, the, learning to improvise with the blues is a great starting point because there's a lot of technical simplicity in there and we can just focus on feel. Firstly, just a few words about what I think does make up the tonality and the sound of blues. The tonality of blues is a super interesting thing. Um, so if we look at Western classical music and and jazz, I guess, the harmony and the tonality of jazz is sort of based mainly around Western classical harmony. So if you study Western classical theory and Western classical harmony, you will understand most of what's going on in, in jazz. Um, it might be done in, in a slightly different way and there might be slightly less rules uh, around when you listen to jazz. Um, but really, they are based on the same thing. Um, and then if you listen to something completely uh completely different to western classical music or jazz or popular music listen to something like now this is something that i know a little bit about indian classical music or if you listen to something like uh, turkish music listening for like the makam saying they all have something in common in that they're not based around chords they're often based around a fixed root there is no chords there's no harmony right and it, that's what sets it apart, or one of the things that sets uh, Indian classical music apart from Western classical music. The beauty of that music is sort of what's done around that um, constant root, I guess, to, so to speak. I'm talking about it in Western terms. Classic, but uh, there you go. Taking it back to jazz, we do see something similar to this when we look at modal jazz and we look at music that's modal so so modal jazz is something that arrived around the, the 60s behind me you can hear so what by miles davis which is one of the most famous and probably one of the first instances of modal jazz 
from 1959. It's all about sort of staying on one chord for a long time. So that, that's where we do see that happening in jazz a little bit as well. It's slightly different because there is still harmony. Uh, and, and sometimes it's not just one chord. Sometimes it's a bunch of different chords. But it's the idea of, of staying in one place for a long time. And the beauty is what what the what the musician does with that certain place, right? Um, look, the thing is, is I think blues uh, sort of bridges the gap between these two things. I'm actually just going to put a track on here by Skip James. I want you to listen to this track and think about what you hear. <laughs> So I think what's interesting when you listen to something like this is there are chords, but the chords aren't the most important thing. There's chords one, four, and five. I think mainly in this one, actually, we're, we're mainly looking at chord five and one. But but the notes that are being sang uh, around these chords, they don't always follow those chords very uh, obviously. And they, there's a lot of tension over these chords, and it, it often feels like when you listen to blues, you're listening to this like specific tonality, and the tonality is sort of somewhere between major and minor. It really does. There's really, I, there's nothing to say when when I listen to this that tells me whether it's either or. I can't tell, and and it because it really isn't. It's it's not either. It's it's not minor. It's not major. It's just blues. It's this blues tonality. What's interesting about this music is it, it really does bridge the gap between something that's that's based around harmony and something that's based around sort of fixed tonality and fixed scales to some degree. And that's what and that's what we've got here. We've got this blues tonality. And my advice to you, as a violinist who is trying to play jazz and who's trying to get into playing more jazz, my advice to you is to listen so it's oft, it's always this right i'm always saying this all these episodes have a have a um have a common theme of hey you gotta listen but about the point of this episode is to say look it's important for you as a jazz violinist to to be able to play the blues um but if you're going to be able to do that, you're not going to be able to do it without listening and listening and listening so with all this said what i do have is a nice playlist of blues that I've put together with uh, with this in mind for violinists who are looking at just sort of brushing up and understanding a little bit of what blues is and it's got a load of different 
blues in it. It's got blues from, it's got that track that I just played. It's got some Robert Johnson, so that's all from around the same sort of time and the same sort of style. It's that style of like old, very, very early blues acoustic. And then we move on to a little bit more with BB King and Muddy Waters, and then there's also some more jazz blues going on, so where we can start to hear the influence of blues in jazz. And there's just a bunch of different tracks in there. I think it's maybe twelve. I don't know. Anyway. It's a it's a it's a playlist that I put together over a couple of weeks of my favorite blues in yeah of my of my favorite blues so yeah I've put that together for you there'll be a link in the description of this video I also have a simple worksheet and a little simple module that I've put together for people uh, who are part of my jazz violin practice club so the jazz violin practice club uh, is one of the things that you can get involved in on my Patreon account. So basically on my Patreon, if you want to learn with me, you can join the club. That gives you access to one weekly class, which you can either attend in person or you can get a recording of if you can't make the, which you can either attend in person or uh, you can just get the recording of if you can't make it. It also gives you access to a monthly Q&A session with me where you can ask me any questions that you have about learning jazz violin. But on top of this, it also gives you access to what's called a Padlet. The Padlet is sort of like a little site where you can see everything that we work on in the practice club. You can get PDFs of all the things that we're working on in the group sessions, as well as little modules like I'm talking about right now. And I'm adding to this Padlet all the time. It's basically my one-stop shop of all of my teaching material, and it's always getting added to. So if you do join the club on my Patreon, you get access to that whenever you want. Uh, right now, uh, Friday the 3rd of November 2023, you've got a couple more days to go to sign up at the cheapest price it will ever be it's going to be going up uh, this coming Monday I'm going to be putting the prices up and changing the way that um, that it's all sorted out but if you get in before that you will get access to all of this stuff for the cheap price of 20 pounds a month like I said that gives you access to a weekly class a monthly Q&A and all of the PDF stuff that goes along with all of these things. Okay, lastly, the piece of advice I'm, I'm giving you right now is to listen to as much blues as you possibly can. Get to know what the tonality of blues sounds like. One very practical piece of advice, other than check out my Jazz Violin Practice Club, uh, is for you to listen to the tracks that I've put on this Spotify playlist and get your instrument out and just try and emulate little moments that you hear within the tracks with your violin. So not worrying too much about what's going on, but just really trying to emulate the feel, emulate the the sounds that you're hearing. So, you know, if there's a guitar solo, try and emulate what that guitar is doing. Try and emulate some of the notes, try and emulate, but also just try and emulate the feel and try and emulate the um the way that the guitarist is is playing those notes because that is also blues again i don't want to talk i don't want to try to quantify it too much it's very hard to do so with words i really urge you to listen 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 as much as you can and try and from a very early point try and emulate with your instrument and then, and a last little piece of advice on this is try to go at it like you're a 
child who doesn't know what's going on, who doesn't know anything about notes, who doesn't know anything about harmony, uh, and who just is enjoying trying to make the sounds that you're hearing uh, on the record. That is the way that we learn the best, and that is the way that we really, that's one way of really getting into something without overanalyzing it, right? Analyzing can come later. Right now, if you don't feel like you have um, enough blues in your music or in, in, in your improvisation, the best thing you can do is listen to it, but listen to it like you're a child who doesn't understand what's going on with anything. Just enjoy listening to it, trying to emulate it, and uh, yeah, just play along. Don't worry about getting it right. Don't worry about getting it wrong. Just play along and enjoy doing that. Enjoy the process. And that is a good lesson in itself. Enjoying the process of learning jazz is super important because learning jazz is a long process. Learning to improvise is a very long process. Often, the things that we work on when we're working on improvising, they don't come out in our playing uh, very quickly or very obviously. They might come out in our playing later on down the line so we have to get used to enjoying that process and i think that blues is a perfect place for us to try and do that get your instrument listen to the playlist just mess around try and emulate and just have fun all right guys uh thanks for listening to this episode today i hope you got something out of it if you did please you're always welcome to email me uh, i've got my email address in the description here but also like i said please join the practice club it's 20 pounds a month if you sign up in the next couple of days uh, it will be going up after um, monday the what day is it it will be going up after monday the 6th of november that's when it goes up so uh you've got a few more days to get in there on the cheap let's do it all right guys thanks for listening i'm just gonna play some blues see you later Thank you.